Good morning. Uh, this is Dr. Paul Wendy with Intrinsic Value Wealth Report Radio. It's uh, Sunday, May 10th. Uh, we're going to try and keep these podcasts a little bit shorter uh, than our first one. Uh, just really try and give you the highlights uh, from our newsletter and the commentary section. Um, if you want more details on any of the things we talk about, plus a lot more uh, content as well, you can uh, look at the uh, Intrinsic Value Wealth Report newsletter um, and you all have the link for that. It's ivwealthreportnewsletter.com, ivwealthreportnewsletter.com. So with that, let's, um, let's hit some of the highlights. Um, the lead article for the May 4th um, edition of the newsletter has to do with uh, the pandemic. And the headline is, um, is it uh, too soon to reopen the economy? Um, and so, you know, some thoughts on that. Um, and I'll just give you my, my uh, viewpoint right now. Uh, the answer is yes, it is too soon, in my view, to, uh, to reopen the economy. Um, there's a chart in, the, um, in the, uh, that, that current May 4th issue uh, of the newsletter, which shows the uh, result of the uh, pandemic, the growth, uh, the explosive growth of the pandemic, starting... Uh, back in December when there was just really no cases at all and uh, how it exploded, <coughs> excuse me, up to the, uh, the present time of May 4th. Um, and it's, I believe, still, still growing. Um, and it's interesting to look at that chart again. I'd really refer, refer you to uh, that, that issue, the May 4th issue of the, uh, of the newsletter because that chart is very, very revealing if you look at that. Um, it's, I mean, just the, the, the growth is explosive and, and really quite amazing to look at. Um, and this, you know, brings to mind a, uh, a little example that I have seen and referred to often uh, now since the pandemic. And actually, it's, it's a very similar example to what I use in many of my uh, university classes um, when we go through a little exercise about uh, uh, taking a, a penny and doubling that every 30 days. But we'll talk about that in a future podcast. For this, uh, this example, uh, the, the question is, if you start with one drop of water and you double it every minute, how long does it take to fill a typical sports stadium? doesn't really matter what stadium you're talking about. It could be a football stadium, hockey, um, baseball. I don't, I don't care because... The exponential growth happens so quickly, rather astoundingly, um, that uh, if, if you had a one stadium twice as large as another, one minute later it would be it would be filled anyway. If you really think about how exponential comp compounding works, um, so what do you think the answer is? If you start with one drop of water, you double it every minute. How long does it take to fill a, a typical stadium? And the answer is it takes less than an hour. Um, somewhere maybe around 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. Well, that illustrates the, the power of compounding, which in some case, like when we're doubling our penny um, and trying to create uh, wealth, um, that's a good thing. If we're talking about a pandemic and we're talking about an exponential growth rate like that, that's not such a good thing because um, what really happens in this kind of situation is, as I conclude in the, uh, that headline article, if we leave the pandemic unchecked. Um, and fortunately, uh, on a global basis, we have not. We've tried to keep the, uh, uh, the pandemic under check. But if we left it under uh, unchecked, 
then the growth rate in in the in the virus would be would have a similar similar path. Um, so, you know, that's how I get to my conclusion that it's too early to to open back up. I don't think that we've we're on the downside of the uh, of the growth. So there's a lot of real dangers if we open up too soon. Um, you know, we're we're likely going to have uh, the virus spread um, at a rate that will take a, a toll on human suffering on human suffering and lives. Uh, but I also think for the economy that if we open up too soon and then have to close the economy back down uh, and then reopen at some later date, um, I, th I think the, um, the uh, you know, that, that could cause more long-term economic damage than if we just stayed closed down a little bit longer and, um, and you know, really try and get this thing under control, at least get on the downside of the, uh, of the growth curve in the pandemic. Um, by the way, it's interesting to note uh, one of the things I saw through these statistics, looking at this chart and some other things, the U.S. appears to have about 25 to 30 percent of the um, coronavirus cases in the world. So we're the world leader, uh, apparently, from what I see in these charts. Um, I think I've read that other places as well. But um, here in the U.S., we're, we, we've got a really serious problem. Uh, and I think we just need to stay shut down a little bit longer and really get this under control. Okay, let's uh, move on to the next item of business, which would be some of the news headlines. Again, I'm not going to read every news headlines you can um, that I have in the uh, commentary section of the Intrinsic Value Wealth Report newsletter. Uh, you can look at that yourself, and I really do encourage you to um, to avail yourself of that. Um, but just a couple of the headlines. Um, you know, one of the first things is that you know many credit card holders, that is consumers, um, simply can't pay their debt, and lenders are bracing for um, the fallout uh, from that situation. By the way, businesses, of course, are under huge uh, debt loads, uh, as well as the government. I mean, you know, before we started this coronavirus um, situation, uh, it was already bad. Uh, government, businesses, and consumers were uh, all under heavy debt, and of course, that's compounded now for uh, for all the groups. Um, you know, there's. I'm going to just mention a couple of companies that are uh, you know preparing for bankruptcy but this is um, uh, as you probably know the way I compile uh, the the newsletter the commentary is I go through the headlines in the Wall Street Journal so as the Wall Street Journal comes every day I go through them but then at the end of the week I go through them again and I compile these uh, these headlines and it's a very very useful exercise because you really see you really get a sense for what's going on in the economy now during normal times there's usually a uh, mix of good and bad news um, and you know since this all started since about beginning of March maybe even the middle of February um, it's just been bad news after bad news after bad news so um, many many companies are preparing for bankruptcy just a couple of examples uh, JC Penney is uh, uh, getting ready to file for bankruptcy a little bit further down here J crew is also preparing for bankruptcy but these are just two examples um, uh, companies in all industries in most industries and sectors are going through a similar um, situation. Um, here was kind of interesting thing I picked up on. Uh, about half of U.S. workers uh, would actually get more pay from unemployment than uh, from working. And, uh, you know, you have, to, <laughs> you have to wonder about our government sometime. sometimes. Sometimes uh, we're, we're paying people not to work. Um, 
I think we do that in normal times, but this is this is particularly happening now. So the uh, gross domestic product uh, numbers were reported for the first quarter uh, on an annualized basis. The uh, GDP declined in the first quarter of this year, not unexpectedly, uh, but declined 4.8 percent. We're expecting a lot worse than that for the second quarter. Uh, you know, estimates ranging from maybe you know 15 to 17 percent down to 30 or sometimes even 40 percent some of the estimates um, so it's 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 grim uh, especially this uh, q2 that we're we're in the middle of right now but I don't need to tell you that because we're all sitting at home and and watching nothing happening uh, with the economy and getting money from the government that's paying us not to work and um, and really having no nowhere to spend it um, you know here's another company that's preparing for bankruptcy, Hertz, Hertz Corporation. Um, here was an interesting statistic. I have no idea what this means, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, the share of Americans getting married has fallen to the lowest level on record. So I just throw that out there without comment. I don't know what that means, uh, but um, I just thought it was interesting. Um, you know, an additional four million people fired, filed for unemployment uh, uh, claims uh, last week bringing the total now to about 30 million people, and, and that number keeps, uh, keeps building. Uh, consumer spending in March fell 7.5%, uh, the steepest monthly decline on record. And what we're seeing is all of these things, a lot of these things I'm, I'm saying and I'm writing about in the newsletter is I always follow it with the words on record because we are setting absolute uh, un unprecedented uh, records in so many areas. Um, personal income dropped 2% <clears throat> in March. Here's another on-record statistic. Europe's economy in the first quarter shrank at its fastest pace on record. Um, and then U.S. manufacturing fell in April at the sharpest, pay, uh, sharpest pace since the last recession. So those are some of the relevant uh, headlines uh, for this uh, past week. How about um, the, the market? Um, well, this is a very curious thing, and I really don't fully understand. Most people, I don't think, really understand um, what's going on because we keep getting all these this series of bad economic news, um, and the market uh, uh, keeps going upward, at least not declining as much as as many of us believe it should. One possible explanation I did here, I haven't verified this, but it, it's plausible, is that. Uh, the market we use when we talk about the market we usually mean the standard and poor's 500 the s&p 500 um, and that uh, that index is fairly tech heavy and because a lot of technology companies are actually benefiting from the coronavirus um, that's maybe one only one not not a major factor but that's one possible explanation for the uh, the market um, uh, going up but you know oftentimes i wrote uh, I think it was in last week's um, uh, newsletter, I, I, I wrote that the market is, is sometimes wrong, um, and it is. And I think this is one of those, those times when the market is just, just flat wrong, um, and we have to be careful about that. The market is not cheap. Um, as of Friday's close, the Dow was trading at a historical uh, PD ratio of 19.27. That's 19.27. And the S&P 500 was trading at a uh, P/E ratio of 20.30, 20.30. 19 and 20. Those. That's not a cheap market. Um, it's not as expensive as it was before we entered the crisis, when the markets were up at a P/E ratio of around 25. 
Um, but there's no, it, it's not a bargain market uh, to be buying into. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I caution uh, people on, on uh, the markets. I certainly wouldn't be jumping in uh, with both feet right now. Um, and there's more economic, bad economic news um, on the horizon coming out. So uh, just be wary of that. Which kind of brings us to the last uh, area to explore, and that is, you know, what, what, what are we doing about investments? Well, again, I don't think that now is the time to be jumping back in with both feet uh, into the market. Um, I do think it probably makes some sense just to keep, uh, if you have an investment program going, and everyone should have an investment program going, we'll be talking about that more in future podcasts. And um, by the way, we're coming out with a new uh, uh, radio segment, so the Intrinsic Value Wealth Report, uh, sorry, I meant to say TV. So we have, what we're listening to right now is Intrinsic Value Wealth Report Radio, which is a podcast. We're also going to be coming out with Intrinsic Value Wealth Report TV, which will be a YouTube channel. So on our, our podcast and our, uh, our podcast radio and our TV channels, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, financial planning topics and so forth. And one of them is that, you know, you should establish an investment program and, uh, and just invest in that over time. There's a, a strategy um, called dollar cost averaging. Uh, where you set a fixed amount to invest into the market and you just do that uh, every month or every couple of months or you know whatever your interval is. Um, maybe it's every year, but you, you put a fixed, well, probably shouldn't go a year. It probably should be more like on a monthly or quarterly basis. Just whatever your, your target investment allocation is, put a little bit in. And we call that dollar cost averaging. And we'll talk about that in, in a future um, segment of the radio or TV show. So, you know, I, I think that does make sense to continue some sort of uh, gradual investment program like that. But again, I don't think now is the time to be jumping back in. There's really no bargains. The market's trading at a relatively high multiple. It's not cheap. Um, and so, um, you know, and there's just more, more bad economic news on the horizon. And if the market uh, regains its um, any sense, <laughs> Um, any logic, then it will, I think it'll recognize uh, uh, just how bad things are out there. You know, the market's supposed to be forward-looking, um, and that's what's kind of baffling about how, mar how well the market's doing in this environment where, where things really um, are not good, at least for the foreseeable future uh, on the economic front. All right, and then with that, um, I, I want to reference again a... Um, the article I wrote in the April 27th, so last week's edition of the Intrinsic Value Wealth Report, um, I referenced um, in, in the newsletter a chart which I have on our sister publication, uh, the Intrinsic Value Wealth Report. So again, there's Intrinsic Value, the, just the plain, the original Intrinsic Value Wealth Report, and then there's Intrinsic Value Wealth Report Newsletter, Intrinsic Value Wealth Report Radio, and Intrinsic Value Wealth Report TV. This is um, uh, just ivwealthreport.com. And in there, and again, you'll find this in the April 27th issue of the commentary, you'll, you'll see a link. There's a chart I have in there, which I think is one of the best charts I've ever seen um, for getting a good, having a good perspective on investing. What that chart shows is it relates the, um, the forward price earnings ratio of the market um, and the subsequent 10-year returns um, uh, in, in the market. And what it shows is that when you have low forward, when the market is trading at low forward price-to-earnings ratios, 
um, you, then you get some very, very nice uh, subsequent tenure returns. When the market is trading at high multiples, high forward price earnings uh, ratio multiples, like it was um, back at the beginning of the year before the, uh, the coronavirus uh, pandemic set in, um, and then the, the market was trading at about a 25 um, his, historical PD ratio, but I think the forward looking was probably pretty close. Anyway, when the market is that overvalued, the subsequent 10-year return um, that you would get from the market is a negative. Um, and that happens, you know, again, just kind of eyeballing the chart roughly 20% of the time. So we're not in a cheap market right now. Um, we are above the range. By the way, the range, a, a good range to look at for uh, sort of normal price to earnings ratios, whether you're talking about historical or forward looking, there's not the great deal of difference between the two. Uh, the normalized range is about a PD ratio of 15 to 18. So over very, very long periods of time, and I took this from many, many different sources, if you want to kind of have a good guide as to what uh, fair valuations would be um, in the market, um, it's about a 15 to 18. And in every issue of the newsletter, uh, of the uh, Intrinsic Value Wealth Report newsletter, um, I have a section called Stock Market Valuations. <clears throat> in which we show that normalized range and we also show where the market is currently. All right, well that is it for uh, today, uh, Sunday, May 10th, and uh, that's our current thoughts. We will talk to you uh, next week on this uh, same radio station.